Hello, and welcome to the Government Digital Service Podcast. My name is Vanessa Schneider, and I am Senior Channels and Community Manager at GDS. Like last month's episode, this one will also be recorded via Hangouts, as we're all remote working right now. We're going to be talking about the digital data and technology fast stream experience at GDS. The digital data and technology fast stream, also known as DDAP fast stream in short, is one of 15 different schemes on the civil service fast stream. Applicants can choose up to four scheme preferences when they apply. As a DDAP fast streamer, you are participating in a four-year scheme with both six-month-long and year-long placements. GDS is one of the organizations in which fast streamers are placed, so we will be hearing from colleagues across GDS with experiences of being on the DDAT scheme. I'm Claire Robinson. I'm a fast stream performance analyst uh, working on gov.uk. So that means that I look at the performance data that we have available and try and understand what it is that users are trying to do on gov.uk, where they're going and what it is that we need to do to make their journeys better. Do you think that the fast stream has lived up to what your expectation was before you applied? So what I've really loved about working for government is the fact that like people don't have another option like there is no there's nobody else that can give you a passport we have to do it and that confers on us a really different expectation because we can't ever decide that something is too hard we have to do the best we can for everybody and like um, that, that was something that really defied my expectations I came in thinking that it would be all about implementing government policy and actually some of that is true but most of it is about providing citizens with things that they need from government. And that's really a different mindset, perhaps, than I really expected to have. Do you mind going a little bit into detail about the different placements that you had before arriving at GDS? So I started as a delivery manager in Bristol, working on licensing and permitting services. And my role was to make sure that we were delivering those projects on time when we needed to. So that I learned a lot from that. I learned a lot about Agile, so how to manage people in a really productive and sort of continuously improving way. Um, I learned a lot about myself, like what I, how I work, what I like, what I find more challenging. That led me to my next placement where I went to the Department of Transport to be a user researcher. And that was really great because I was working on a whole, just a massive range of projects. And then I got to go on a secondment. So this is sort of a, an interesting feature of the Fast Stream is that you can go out to, um, often to charities or other partners, but I actually chose to go out to industry because that was like, I really wanted to take the opportunity just to see how um, digital services work from kind of um, a more commercial side. And so I got to go and be a co-creation consultant at Fujitsu. And the kind of work I was doing there was really interesting because I was running what are called design thinking workshops, which are very much very much in some ways follow some of the user-centered principles that we have in government and in GDS. It's all about starting like what do users need? It was really interesting to see like how a sort of commercial enterprise used user-centered thinking and design thinking to sort of challenge both themselves and the pe- and the customers that they were working with to kind of co-create like solutions to complicated business problems. So that was that, that was really interesting. We often hear that GDS has that perception of being different to the other sort of areas of Whitehall. Have you found that to bear out? I think the biggest difference I think is how how much acceptance people have of kind of agile methodologies and sort of 
uncertainty. I think we have to embrace the unknowns and we have to embrace the idea that we're not going to get things perfect the first time round. I was wondering, is there anything that you change about your experience so far? There's quite an emphasis on um, leadership and leading teams. I think that that can sometimes um, people who are perhaps more introverted, who perhaps have more technical skills, I think that can leave them behind or leave them with a sense that they're not doing the right thing. I think that I've been really lucky that I've had two really fantastic managers on the fast stream who've, who've really helped me understand that that's not the case, that actually the leadership looks really, really different in different places. But I think that sometimes the fast stream can put quite a lot of emphasis on showing rather than doing and I think that there there are people that are working to change that and I think particularly I've been thinking about like what when we talk about leadership we often have a model in our mind and that model is often often white it's often male it's it often went to a Russell Group University and I think that that is a model that we all need to challenge. Hi I'm Jordan Testo uh, I'm a DDAT fast streamer currently placed at GDS working in the EU Transition and Future Relationships team as the Digital Portfolio Coordination Advisor. Previously, I've worked as a product owner on the tax platform at HMRC. Uh, I've worked as a service manager at Home Office. I've been a program delivery manager at the uh, Ministry of Defence, working in cyber defence. And what caused you to apply to be on the fast stream? Finishing university, I uh, fancied the challenge previously did an industrial placement in the home office whilst at university and I thought uh, I want to go into the civil service so why not give the fast stream a go uh, and develop my leadership skills and see what I can do. So I'm currently coming towards the end of my second year. Currently the DDAT scheme is four years. Well, I've got another two placements so the first two years are um, six month roles, uh, switching every six months and then the final two years are two year long posts. Um, so come October, I will be leaving GDS to another department, which as of yet is unknown to me. Uh, we find out in about three weeks, four weeks time uh, where we'll be moving on to. Do you get any choice in that matter or is it very much predetermined? We, we, we get preference forms. So we put in the departments which we want to go to work for, uh, job roles uh, around the DDAT framework and other areas that we want to develop personally um, as well. And all those developmental points are uh, looked into as well as what previous job roles I've done and the matching team then put um, match me to a placement which they think benefits me the most in what I want to get out. Is it different working at GDS compared to other departments? GDS it is a total different way of working it's a lot more accessible there's a lot more openness in terms of uh, the software we can use uh, the types of communication methods but GDS is just it's such a different place uh, and what I, what I quite like about it is there's less of a hierarchy as such. Everyone works together to get the job done rather than some of the departments I've been in where it's quite hierarchical. But yeah, uh, I quite enjoy this. Yeah, so obviously it's great to hear that you're having a positive experience at GDS and with a fast stream, but are there things that you've sort of found a bit more challenging? I mean, the challenging element of the fast stream is moving around every six months. Um, it's been hard for me to let go of some departments, mainly because of the work I've been working on. And I, I start, I get to the midpoint where we've got a really important milestone or uh, got to an important sprint. Um, and then I have to go and I never see the result and not seeing the fruits of your labor as such. 
Um, hence why I'm looking forward to having the year-long posts. Uh, and I think if, if someone asked me, what do you think of the fast room? I said, just do it. Ha- apply, see how it goes, because it's just totally worth it. Uh, I think that um, even if you don't get onto it, the application process is a really in- interesting and uh, a really good experience to do. Um, but if you get onto it, the, the civil service as it, and the public sector world is open to you. You have a chance to go around different departments, work on different uh, programs, work with different people in different uh, subject areas, and you build up such a knowledge of overall government, it, it's, it's priceless, really. My name is Maxwell Rees. I am a product manager on the Gov.UK program, and I am on the Civil Service Digital Fast Stream. So you are currently a fast streamer, or have you finished the fast stream? I am still currently a fast streamer, but I am uh, I'm very much an outgoing fast streamer. I'm in my third year of the program, and I've just recently, within the last couple of weeks, been offered a permanent role at GDS. Well, congratulations to the job offer. Is it normal for a fast streamer to be offered a job before the scheme finishes? It does happen. It is. It is very, very. It is normal. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go as far as to say it's normal. Um, I think of my cohort, uh, there were about sixty of us that started in year one, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed digital fast streamers, and I think of that, there are probably less than half that are still on the scheme. Would you mind telling us a little bit about the placements that you had previously? So uh, way back in uh, September of 2017, I uh, I started my very first placement on the fast stream um, in DWP Digital um, in the portfolio team. And this was a quite surprising placement to get. It actually wasn't what I was expecting at all because I was working in a private office role supporting a deputy director Um, of the digital portfolio. Um, I've had roles in HMRC, um, working on digital services for collecting environmental taxes. Um, I've had a role working at the Department for International Trade, working in content on their Brexit transition. So so I worked on on policies and content um, for the public at DIT. And I previously had a um, a role at GDS even before this one. Um, I worked at GDS um, in Gov.UK in, uh, in another kind of content capacity, working on what we call mainstream, which is the, the kind of most popular content on Gov.UK itself. And then I came back. I came back to Gov.UK after, uh, after my last one at DIT. Were you aware of GDS before you joined the DDAT Fast stream? I was actually, yeah. I um, I I tragically was a bit of a a fan of. Oh, uh, don't apologize. Of Gov.uk and of, of of GDS, I just you know kind of uh, struck me as as a great a great thing, a good website, um, uh, a place, and I work I did work in digital. Um, before joining the civil service um, in the private sector and it always struck me I guess partly call it good storytelling branding propaganda that uh, that the GDS was somewhere that was doing digital and agile well you know that it was uh, that this is where one could go to actually experience these techniques put into action in an effective way do you mind telling me a little bit about what led you to applying to the DDAT fast stream for me, it was very, very directly about wanting to work in the public sector for the public good. 
Um, I got into technology because I was interested in, I guess, the power of new tools to like, shape society and, and create the modern world. So I knew I wanted to work in that area. And having had time in the private sector, I became more and more interested in, in devoting my efforts to something that was going to be for everyone's benefit. Um, and because of the because of the good that I think can be done there, but also um, because of the the risk as well. I think you know, uh, government services still in so many places have a reputation for not being as good. And I think in order to build public trust in you know our society, we need to have services that people feel like are really high quality. Um, and yeah, I wanted to to lend my effort to do that. So you've obviously had a really good experience in the fast stream and at GDS, but were there some challenges that you faced? I've said this to other people who are thinking about the fast stream and people who are in it who are struggling. By far, the best thing about the fast stream is its variability. Um, the, the, the amount of different roles you can uh, gain experiencing, the different interactions you can get, the different circumstances and problem spaces you'll get exposed to. That's all incredibly beneficial, but also it comes with a huge amount of variance and risk. And so I think that the challenges are all around whether or not you can deal with a slightly difficult situation, but ultimately you can do you can do anything for six months, <laughs> um, I think. And, uh, and really it's about it's temporary, so it's about what you're going to get out of it. And if you think you can get something really valuable out of it, then it's worth sticking with. If not, then you need to be able to be a squeaky wheel um, and, uh, and and complain and, and kick up a fuss. That sounds like a lot of food for thought. Then would you change anything if you had the opportunity to do what you wanted? I mean, the, the fast room itself is constantly changing. Like it is, it is really, you know, because fast streamers are, you know, young and and they've got ideas they're constantly giving feedback on the program and i think it, it can and should change my name is daniel owens um, and i work as a corporate insight lead at gds did you always know you wanted to apply to the ddat fast stream or where did that decision come from for you well i think i think um i'm quite an unusual case in the sense that um I'm probably a fair bit older than a lot of the other fast streamers. Um, I know that the uh, fast stream is becoming, um, it was originally uh, created as a graduate scheme, but increasingly it's becoming a more of a developmental scheme. I um, decided to change careers and I um, was particularly interested in the tech sector. Um, I, I thought that that is the most exciting and innovative area um, going forward. But also, I wanted to have um, meaningful and purposeful work and feel that I was contributing to something rather than just the bottom line. And I've been particularly happy that I've been placed at GDS, the Government Digital Services, because of their excellent reputation. I have friends um, in the private sector and they all know about GDS. They know Gov.uk has a very good reputation around the world and in the private sector. Uh, um, in terms of producing quality products. So I was quite excited to get this place. So knowing what you know now, what kind of advice do you have to somebody who's considering applying to the DDAT scheme? It's a tough question. Um, in answering that, I would say 
I think that my trajectory as an older older starter is I would give different advice for an older person compared to a younger person. Because I, I think if you're straight out of uni um, or, you know, got just a couple of um, years of work experience, um, you're, you're still sort of learning um, the world of work and like you're learning how to interact in that, in that environment and what works for you and what doesn't. So you, your sort of, your approach, I think, would be a, a bit different. Um, for for some, if for someone who's older starting on a DDAT scheme, I would say first things first would be to uh, work out what the key um, trajectories are, what the key roles are that you could go into, and from day one start thinking about to what extent they fit what you want to do and testing it all the time, like kind of, kind of almost kind of like an agile approach, like a prototype, like going and meeting people. And is there anything you would change about your experience? I think one thing that, uh, and this is advice I've got from a, a lot of uh, fast streamers who are further along, is um, if the posting's not working for you, or you don't feel like you're doing the kind of work that um, is going to develop you, then you should push back, and you should you should try and own the role and make the role. I mean, you know. There's going to be some um, mundane work that you're going to have to do. It's inevitable, but you should also um, try and search for opportunities to do innovative, interesting things. And don't be afraid um, to approach people about that. Hi, I'm James Lovett. I'm one of the assistant private secretaries in the Director General's private office at GDS and I'm on the fast stream. To start us off, it'd be great to learn from you why you thought you wanted to apply to the DDAT fast stream. So I applied for fast stream, I think ultimately for my own personal development. Um, I found that previously I'd spent eight years working in the NGO sector, uh, but I was really struggling to break through those digital marketing roles into more uh, leadership positions. So I wanted to see how the dig digital data and technology Fastream could open up that world a bit wider for me to to see how there are other ways of using digital technology to make an impact in the world. So your placement at GDS, what stage are you at in your placements? So I've been on with Fastream for two years now, been in London for the last 12 months and with GDS for the last six months specifically. Uh, this is my fourth posting. Do you mind sharing what you've been doing in the Fastream so far, what your previous placements were about? Yeah, sure. So I joined two years ago. I started off with uh, HMRC in a very technical team uh, as a DevOps product team lead. It's, it's one of those where you kind of just get thrown in the deep end and you figure it out as you go along. But there was some really good people around me who helped that journey. And then I moved up to Edinburgh to work in Scottish government as a business analyst, where we were trying to onboard or starting a process of onboarding Office 365 to their 15,000 odd users. And then I uh, moved down to London to work with DEFRA in a more data focused role. And your role right now is as assistant private secretary, you mentioned, right? Correct. Yes. So I'm an, an APS in a team of about four people for Alison Pritchard. There's two APSs and then there's a private secretary and the head of private office. For me, this has been the posting which has been most well suited to my career aspirations. I think I, I came in in March just as 
the budget was being considered. And then within a couple of weeks, COVID also hit. So it was a very insightful way to see how rapidly government can respond to a crisis and how many services the GDS personally stood up as well to, to make that an effective response. I'm fortunate that I've just found out that it's being extended. So I will be staying here for probably another 12 months as my third year posting as well. So it, it should hopefully give me some depth into what private offices can do. Um, I enjoy seeing how senior leaders make their decisions and, and the, the influence and the end result of, of that. So within six months, I've started to see the start of that process, but hopefully now I'll start to see the middle and the end of some of those processes, which I've been in, uh, privy to so far. I'm so pleased to hear that that got extended. I was wondering if there was anything you would change about your fast stream experience or about the fast stream in general, if there's something you've noticed that could be improved. I've had a good experience, but a lot of it's been in hindsight. Um, at the time, it never necessarily felt that uh, every posting was enjoyable for different reasons, but I think that's because they were challenging me. So it meant that I was going through that growth, which was what I was initially seeking when I came onto first stream. Possibly change just how how big sometimes the leap is between those, and uh, uh, particularly with uh, six month postings, they, they don't let you get too grounded. I think the thing that I would change about it is is some other changes that are already happening around diversity and inclusion. So I think my scheme. Uh, intake in 2018 is reported on in media as not being very diverse uh, and that's something which I'm not particularly proud to be a part of that statistic but it is something that drives the work that I do so it, even working with Alison in private office it, it's been interesting to see how we can influence the future of the fast stream and particularly in the last couple of years a lot of those areas have been improving anyway but I think there's always a lot further to go in there. There'll be unknowns as well in the future that we're not even thinking about right now. So trying to be ahead of a curve in, in that respect in terms of inclusion and diversity rather than just catching up is what I'd like to change about scheme. I'm Jenny Sleeman and I'm a delivery manager for the Gov.UK PAS team uh, in GDS. So PAS is platform as a service. Um, so we are part of TechOps and reliability engineering. So um, our, our team has a platform um, that then other government services can host their services on our platform. And we look after kind of the, the, the security and the management of that platform, kind of providing backing services um, for all of our tenants. As this is our FastStream episode, are you doing this role as part of the FastStream placement or are you now a graduate of the FastStream? Uh, I'm a graduate of the FastStream. So I uh, graduated from the FastStream a couple of years ago. Um, my my last FastStream posting was actually at GDS. Um, so I have been a FastStreamer at GDS as well, but I'm now back at GDS, so yeah seen it from both sides. Do you mind telling us about your choice to apply for the DDAT Fast Stream? 
So I applied because I, I, I suppose I thought it was the most kind of interesting fast dream scheme. Um, I was quite keen to pursue a career in the civil service um, and I was, I was interested in the digital side of things. Um, I was working at Department for Education at the time and kind of we were having to think about some digital projects. So I was, I was quite keen to sort of learn more really and, and, and try all the different postings. Do you mind taking us through the the postings that you went through? So my first posting was um, uh, with Ministry of Defence and I worked for the Navy in Portsmouth. Um, So that was that was very, very different from kind of any of the jobs that I'd had before that point. Um, So I started my fast stream journey in MOD uh, and then I also had a posting in HMRC. Uh, a secondment out to the NHS, which was brilliant. Uh, and then also a six month posting at the Home Office. Then for the one year long postings, um, I worked for Bayes for one year and then uh, GDS for my final year on the scheme. So you've been on a secondment. Do you mind telling me what that was like? Whether there was a discernible difference to working for a civil service organization compared to the NHS? Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, in some ways, it was it was probably the most interesting um, posting I had because it was so different to what I'd known in the civil service. Um, it, it, I suppose, it felt a lot more operational to some of the civil service postings I'd had because we were literally based um, in in some offices in a hospital in London. So um, it, you know, you were. I felt so much closer to that kind of frontline um frontline workers and um your day-to-day activities could vary so much um from kind of things that would be more similar to my role now kind of um you know reporting and business cases but then you could also find yourself actually going into one of the wards on the hospital and speaking to the family of a patient um for example if their surgery had had to be cancelled at short notice and kind of really trying to kind of reassure that that patient's family and the patient themselves so have the utmost respect for people that work for the nhs because yeah it's it's a it's a tough job i think very tough are you still in touch with other members of your cohort yes i am um again that's one of uh that's one of the, the really really nice things about the fast stream that you you start it with this um this cohort um and you're obviously always at the same point as them so kind of when you rotate from one posting to another you kind of have you know all of the chat about how's your first week gone how are you finding things um yeah kind of that that support was really important um, throughout the fast stream and it's just really nice to see the, the direction that different people have gone off in and kind of obviously some have stayed in government, some work outside government now, but yeah, it's really nice to have that group of people. Do you think that you had a different experience going into the fast stream because you were already an employee of the civil service? I Possibly. Um, I think, I, I suppose the the benefit to me was that I'd had a year of, I suppose, understanding how government worked a little bit from working for Department for Education. Um, so I, I had some kind of prior experience 
but as I say because some of the postings are just so different you kind of you know you can work in one department and then working for another department is is very very different so um yeah I think if you already work for the civil service there can be some benefits but yeah there's there's, there's also no problem going in when you haven't worked for the civil service before. Hi everyone, so my name is Lewis Dunn. I'm a Senior Technology Policy Advisor here at GDS. Uh, I sit within the Technology Policy Team. My role is focused on researching, advising, briefing and producing guidance on ways to improve cross-government use of tech. And on top of that, I'm also a former DDAT uh, fast streamer. I'm a bit fresh off the scheme, so uh, I I left and started work at GDS in mid-March of this year. I was in the third year of the scheme uh, when I left. So if you don't mind us casting back your mind to the beginnings of the GDS Fast Stream, I know it's not as long ago as some people who completed the scheme, but I was wondering if you could share with us why you considered applying. Yeah, um, so there were, there were a couple of different reasons. Uh, I applied in October 2016. Uh, at the time, I was studying for a diploma in legal practice up in Scotland. Uh, I most enjoyed working on things relating to like public and administrative law, and I think I saw the fast stream as a bit of a way of uh, offering a route to be able to work in that broader area of, of public services a lot more. And certainly, the idea of being able to contribute to improving public services felt far more real and more interesting to me than a lot of the uh, more dry stuff that I was studying at the time. The law to data, digital, and technology—that seems like a bit of a jump. Was there anything that had prepared you for that? Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point so a bit of context as well i do come from a bit of a techie background uh, as a child i was very into building websites continued that at uni my dad is a telecoms engineer his dad you know helped build planes and just before applying really in the year before my studies i'd also been working on a research project that was trying to build a, a database of sort of peace agreements to allow them to be compared and that was a really interesting use of was a really interesting ability to actually see uh, a digital system in a different way, helping to analyze a real world problem. So my, my head was very much still in that space. Do you mind telling me about your first placements? So I've, I've worked in a number of different places, uh, so five placements in total. They've all actually had a bit of um, an, an international flavor, I suppose. I started off at Department for International Trade, working as a, a content designer on an export licensing program. Uh, I then moved over to the Foreign Office, where I was a product owner for their telecom system. I worked at Department for Transport as a cybersecurity policy analyst, then back to GDS as a tech policy analyst. And then finally, just before this, I was working at the Department for International Development up in East Kilbride as, as a product owner, helping with their uh, development data publishing. To some extent, I've, a lot of my roles have been because I've been quite willing just to get my hands dirty and get involved in a lot of different things and also been willing just to be moved around a bit. You brought the scheme to an early end by accepting a job offer. Was there anything that you sort of feel like you've missed out on because you've exited the scheme early? I mean, the whole thing about the, the scheme is that uh, it's, it's designed to get people to a stage of feeling like they are empowered and that they can go and make decisions and and lead. Because I guess primarily it is a leadership scheme. It's about getting building us up as people. And when I compare where I am now and how I feel and how I act and everything like that to the, to the timid shy guy that walked into DIT back in, I guess, like mid 
2017. I have I had developed a lot as a person by the time I applied for this role at GDS. So I, I felt ready in that regard. Do you wish that you had changed anything about your experience in the fast stream? I know, for instance, some people have gone on secondments to other public sector organizations or charities or even private sector companies. I don't think there's any of my experiences on the fast stream that I'd want to give up or trade in for something else. I don't feel like any of the things was like a needless waste of time or anything or like, not a waste of time, but you know, was could be swapped out. So it's, it's difficult to look back. I, I, and I think in terms of thinking about how I would change things over the course of the fast stream, there's just a big angle about, you know, you develop so much as a person over those several years of being put into all these different positions that if I was in different roles, I probably would have handled problems differently and people acted with people differently in some areas but I guess that's just all part of you know learning and growing as a person more generally. Gosh that got very philosophical. (laughs) I remember my uh, cohort leader asking me about that and and she had suggested that I go on a secondment and that would have been I guess in place of my time at GDS and I think actually my, my time that I spent at GDS helped me identify an organization that I really, I really liked. I really liked the culture of things that I wanted to work in more. So if I'd have lost that, I guess I would have gained something different. But I think it's, it's helped me get to where I am now. Do you think that it was good coming into the fast stream out of academia? Or do you think that it makes a difference? Or is it just such a scheme that it doesn't matter what your previous knowledge is? You kind of start from ground zero. It's, it's a really interesting point because I guess one of the things that I, I've developed a lot over the last couple of years, and I think part of that has just been all these like different experiences because it's um, <laughs> it's kind of like how you imagine the people on Love Island must feel. You know, for, for you looking in, it looks like it's you know only a week, but I think for them it feels like a year kind of thing. And I think a lot of postings feel a bit like that. You're only there for several months, but it can feel like a very long period of time uh, for you. And so it does help you build up a lot of experiences and it helped me build up a lot of experiences and get a lot of different, it's almost the equivalent of doing, you know, like five different mini jobs in the space of like a couple of years. And I, th- I think all of those contributed and helped me develop. So I guess if maybe if I'd come into it a bit like older and stuff, then I might have had a bit more of like a solid base to start with. So yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's one of these things whereby it just all, it, it can be, both useful coming from academia and also very useful to come in with a broader knowledge of it. I'm sure that will give you a huge leg up. And if people are thinking about like a change of uh, role or a change of like career and things, I think, you know, in terms of getting like a crash course in digital and government, the fast stream is a, is a great way of getting that. so much to all of our guests for coming on today. You can listen to all the episodes of the Government Digital Service podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. And the transcripts are available on Podbean. Goodbye!